Is that a wild Ethan that has appeared? Sup, baby? Take me out to dinner? Oh, you know it. I got something you could gobble down. Jesus Christ. Oh, I didn't know you brought home any pizza. Nope, just sausage. <laughs> oh my god. That's fucking epic. <laughs> I appreciate that you muted yourself to blow your nose. Like, <laughs> I've been playing games with a dude for, like, days at this point that's been sick. And he just, like, fucking doesn't mute up when he blows his nose. And I'm like, the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> You're hacking up half a lung. Fucking won't <laughs> mute up. And I'm like, my mans. Literally all I want is to not have to hear you dying. Is that too much to ask? I mean, kinda. You get the rota, Ethan? Nah, nah. I just have super bad allergies. Yep. But nothing like blowing blood out your nose. God, oh, that's always fun. Hey, usually that costs me like 350 bucks to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much that goes for. Depends how much you're buying. <laughs> I'm sure that's true. So, what was the conversation about, Animal Crossing? Yeah, I, I uh, have been or I got my Switch uh, earlier this week, I think, and uh, I've been playing Animal Crossing today, and it's totally out of my like I'm totally out of my element playing it it's a very weird niche it's it's like calming but oh no yeah it's it's bizarre like it's a game that I would never find myself like I would never elect to play it but so many people I know that have switches play it um that I was like, I should buy this because I know there's multiplayer in it. I don't know what that entails, and I've never played Animal Crossing before in my life. So I'll buy it because it was also on sale. So I bought it, and I was like, I could see, I, I understand now <laughs> how people can sink like hours into this game. I literally, like, you play on an island, right? Uh, this is mostly an explanation for John. And like, you're, you fly out to this, like, deserted island, and there's, like, a couple people that come with you, and you, like, form a small community there, and you make them your friends and shit like that. <laughs> I spent, like, an hour fucking picking weeds and shaking cherries out of trees and picking up sticks, <laughs> like, straight up. I was like, I could, like, it was warm enough, I could have done yard work in real life. <laughs> but instead of doing yard work in a video game spending about the same amount of time doing it and the entire time i'm sitting at my desk at my computer right i got my monitors going i muted everything so i could like take my headset down and just fucking play the game and hear the game like i've got this entire setup and i'm like i'd rather play this game that looks like it was made in 2012 <laughs> fuck Animal Crossing really is just a game about paying back your mortgage. Apparently, dude, like, 
motherfucker was like, hey, you've got this trip to Tom Tom Nook. It's like, hey, you've got this trip to a deserted island. It's gonna cost you 45 grand though. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have money. And he's like, no money. Well, you can pay it back in miles. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. What oh, does he even tell you till you get there? You, cause yeah, start, straight up. Yeah, you're making your character, and they're like, oh, you're coming to our, you know, deserted island getaway package where you yeah. go off and, and make a community? That's great. And you fly out there, and Tom Nook's like, congratulations, you're trapped here. I need $50,000 now. Do you have a Switch to Ethan? Yeah. Okay, and you have Animal Crossing? Yep. I'll PM you my friend code. <laughs> we'll play Animal Crossing together. <laughs> I, I just finished uh, Shining Pearl. Mm -hmm. Beat Cynthia on the first try. That's a flex for everyone listening. Um, <laughs> and now I just started a Nuzlocke run. Dude, Pokemon Nuzlocke's are fucking hard. I don't know what Nuzlocke means. So... You know how normally Pokemon, you can go catch whatever the fuck you want, and then if they mm -hmm. faint, you can go to the Pokemon Center and bring them yeah. back up? A Nuzlocke is you can only catch the first Pokemon you see at the beginning of every route. Uh, you have to name them so that you kind of grow attached to them. And from there, it's if they die, they die. You can't bring them back. So you just, like, let them go? Like, release them? Re release them, put them in a box of a bunch of dead Pokemon. Like, it's... It's fucking hard. But you can only catch one po like one Pokemon per route in the game. Yeah. So you could have, like, seven, seven or eight Pokemon total. Uh, there's a lot of routes. So, like, if I'm on Route 216, I can catch a Pokemon. Go inside to Mount Coronet, catch Pokemon. The other side's Route 218 catch a Pokemon, okay. go to the city, get an egg there, hatch it, I can have that Pokemon. Okay. But but this is like a predetermined thing that the community's like, hey, this is these are the rules. Yeah. Okay. It's I so thought it was only fun. route Pokemon, not like area Pokemon. It's it's a lot of fun. I like naming them. Like it was my first time doing it, so I figured, oh, it's my first time. I'll name my Piplup Virgin. So half the time it's just like your virgin evolved into a piplo. I'm like, ah, oh, thanks. That's awesome. No, I uh <laughs> I remember <clears throat> I was watching some something on YouTube where like this guy that plays Pokemon was playing Pokemon with his girlfriend that doesn't fucking play Pokemon, right? And she was naming the Pokemon all sorts of wild shit. And then she got a Charmander. And named it Squirtle, and he's like, "You can't do that! Like, you're not allowed to do that." And she's like, "It's Squirtle." It's <laughs> like, "God damn it!" I named, I named my Zubat Zaboomafu. Oh God, dude, that that was a wild show back in the day. <laughs> named Giro Dose, Giro Trace. Gasly is just a fart ghost. Did you since... call it a Gira Dose, not a Gyarados? Yeah, I don't care. I care. <laughs> that triggered me. You know how Gadabra has the spoon? Mm -hmm. I named him Spork. Jesus Christ. I named my Machoke Titan after Mike Titan. <laughs> Alright, well how about that for a fucking 
for an intro. <laughs> You're welcome, Robin. And if that doesn't suit you, too fucking bad, because you don't get a better one. I'm just gonna come in, come in with Ethan going, so we're talking about, we, we're talking about Animal Crossing, and then we, we end the intro with Mike Tyson. <laughs> Honestly, a matter's ahead where we just all play the same game and dick around, not a bad idea. It's not. I, I like this idea, um, but we will we will re revisit that idea. Um, one of the things that I kind of want to talk about uh, this this session, this uh, sit down, is I kind of want to talk about Lament. Since we're all going into Remedy, uh, we've got our characters from Lament back. Um, we're all waking up in the middle of bumfuck nowhere in a dilapidated cabin with, you know, corpses and shit. Like, I kind of want to know more about your guys' characters. Like, I want to know about, in particular, what, like, what is, what did Bryke do that he had to find the bones of his ancestors? So, as you can tell, Bryak's like a fucking dumbass, you know, really not a, not a thinker. And, you know, growing up in a royal court with his family, a lot of political cloak and dagger things, and you're not allowed to hit everyone who makes veiled insults at you. So, at some point eventually, his family just decided, instead of having this bull in a china shop, uh... We're just gonna, we're just gonna give him some impossible quest, and just kick him out on his way. Bryak's too dumb to realize it's an impossible quest, but that doesn't matter. You know, he's been given a task. It's better than being in that stuffy courtyard. He is living life. He's off grave so, searching. Yeah. So he's. <laughs> he's so much of a, just a fucking menace around the around the premises that they're like just get rid of him forever <laughs> like he was helping one side or not he was just really fucking dumb and annoying just that's awesome constantly messing things up see I I had heard from Robin that Jack has a very intricate backstory that like is and knowing knowing you john it doesn't <laughs> surprise me that you wrote a very intricate backstory for uh, a character even for a one shot um but before we get to that i want to uh say that like phidias is like a grab bag bard <laughs> for me like He's just it, it, like besides the dead wife, right? It's kind of a, kind of a downer. Um, it's Thidius is just straight up a traveling bard, like he's trying to make some coin and and make do something with a, uh, with music. But other than that, just a fucking grab bag TV <laughs> bard. <laughs> so, oh. but, so, tell me, sorry, Ethan, go ahead. So would if Thidius' wife was still alive, would he have had to settle down to stay where she lives, or would she just become the traveling bard's traveling wife? 
So Phidias and his wife, who's unnamed, because actually, no, she actually does have a name. I think I named her in Lament. <laughs> um, or Robin did. Anyway, um, Phidias' wife was a bard too, and they were like a duo. They had met on the road and decided to partner up. And then through traveling and working together, they developed a personal and intimate relationship and decided to get married and they were still traveling. Um, but events happened and I don't think I actually wrote how she died. So I should do that. I'm picturing like a gypsy carriage type of situation. Yeah, like there's <laughs> just a couple traveling and they're, you know, go to a town for a while settle up make some money don't really hurt anyone's feelings too bad move to the next town and just keep going around doing that um but when she died like to continue her let your like their legacy together instead of settling down somewhere and you know just hunkering down and being a bard in a town he kept moving kept performing with her in spirit and her ring um but yeah, like. No, they they were they were never or at the at the time of her death. They didn't have plans to settle down yet. They were still having too much fun together performing. I didn't know she was a bard. I thought it was just like some local peasant girl you picked out of a crowd. And she's she was groupie. like, <laughs> she she's tending your guys's farm as you're going on an eight month round trip. No, nah, she's the groupie. She's coming with me. Woo! Thidius! Yeah! I'm sleeping with him later. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I want to know more about this, this story that Jack has, if John's willing to tell it. If it's so, if it's so, like, tragic and, and, and terrible that he just shuts <laughs> down and wants to murder everything. That's... What it, what it was was I got my character and I looked at the languages he spoke so I wrote a backstory based off the languages but he was a monk so he had to be in a monastery at some point mm -hmm. so what I did was Jack speaks dwarven draconic and common and for a human that's fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> that is quite the, that's honestly quite the <laughs> the language set for a human monk <laughs> is draconic and dwarven. So what I did was was like his parents like basically somehow stumbled into this dwarven city, just all like fucked up, all battered and bruised and everything when he was a bit when he was a baby, and then a few years later after living with the dwarves and whatnot, so he grew up learning dwarvish in common. Uh, a sickness went through and killed his parents and then killed a bunch of other people in the town and ended up from this and that that they thought Jack was cursed so they just took him to the hills for him to die and then somebody found him in the hills and brought him to the nearest monastery which was ran by Black Dragonborn so it was just all dra Black Dragonborn and he just absolutely raised hell the entire time, beating up all the other kids and whatnot, because he was different and they picked on him, so he fought back. And then this 
one guy, like they were going to kick him out. And this one guy was like, no, let me take him under my wing and train him. So he did. But the guy was just an asshole the entire time. Like beat 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 Jack and like didn't give him any good food. So if he needed food, he had to go out and steal it and things like that, which is why Jack is proficient in stealth. And eventually from all the training, when he finally beat his master, his master gave him the set of uh, the weapons, the weapon he has, the uh, size on the chain it was like, take this and you're not going to be able to find who you are as a person here. You'll always be welcome here, but you need to go out on your own. I don't think you sounded very welcome there at all. <laughs> yeah, straight up. I'm going to beat the ever-living shit out of you and not feed you, but you're welcome back. <laughs> it's like Jack spent most of his life be like, just in some this dude's cellar. Like... Jesus Christ. That's, that's fucking brutal. I see it now, though. Like... That, uh, I see why, why Jack is the way Jack is, for sure. <laughs> Jesus. What's he doing? Has he made any big realizations in Lament or so far in, uh, uh Corpse Bartender? I, f I forget the name of the... Uh, I forget. Is it Remedy? I think it's Remedy. Remedy, it's Remedy. that... Boom. Yeah. Corpse Bartender is that dude from the internet with the deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was good. But he, he did have to kill a kid. So. <laughs> How did Jack feel about that? How did Jack take or killing a child that was, like, that we saw was battered and abused when he was alive? That did, sit, that did not sit well with Jack at all. Like, you remember the game that me, you, and Heather played. Mm -hmm. and Jack was like talking about that like you could tell he did not like the fact he had to do that yeah yeah I know in the the last lament fight like I was fighting him I, I had raged up and when like the kid had like stopped fighting back and was crying I dropped the rage because I like to think that Bryak is a very basic person who just kind of reads emotions from people and when he realizes you know, this kid who started the fight has clearly gotten his shit kicked in. There's no need to fight him anymore. Because I know I spent my last turn saying, guys, stop. We don't we don't have to finish him off here. He's a kid. And then I just see Jack arguing <laughs> the shit out of him. That was that was another thing, like So when uh you guys touched that stone or whatever and like got all mad at each other. Well, it was you and Delinar that were all like pissed off at each other and someone threw the globe of darkness over us and you guys were like blindly fighting in there and Jack was doing nothing. Jack's just constantly pissed off. So there was no change for him. But yeah, you guys all of a sudden got mad and Jack's just like, I don't understand what's going on right now. <laughs> Jack's just constantly full of rage. I don't know why I always roll significantly better as Briac than I <laughs> I've noticed that. 
Like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, does Bry just do more damage or am I just fucking retarded with heat? No, I think I think that, that Bragg does an insane amount of damage, but also your dice just have imprinted themselves on Bragg. Like, my rolls as Cax with the metal dice are fucking phenomenal, but I had to switch to plastic dice for Thidius because, Damn. like, my Thidius rolls with the metal dice are atrocious. Those are Cax's dice now. Like, I genuinely believe, and it's it's wild, because I don't believe in this kind of shit usually. I'm not a superstitious person. But I genuinely believe that dice will imprint themselves on a specific character. And if you use those dice for another character, you've like they will not perform correctly. Yeah, like I use my metal dice sometimes when I DM that I use for Thrym and they fucking roll horribly. Yeah, I have a specific set of dice for my DMing that like have never been rolled for a character or for a player character, ever. And I am terrified <laughs> of what'll happen if I switch them to a character. I might have to buy new DM dice. I might have to throw the dice away. But I've got, like, an entire... I bought, like, a large um, jewelry box. It's not really a large jewelry box, but it's, like a, uh, uh, like, a pencil case, but, like, twice as big, basically, that size of a jewelry box. Because uh, it was, like, three bucks. And it sits nicely all of my dice sets and it's just full of dice in those plastic uh rectangle in those plastic yep. uh, prisms and just all of them in there perfectly and <laughs> it's just full of dice and i need to get a label maker for like what dice go to what character yeah, yeah you just might need to buy another set of dice for key <laughs> yeah i have one two three four i have five sets of dice you might need to find a set of dice that that when you hold it and you roll the to or you roll the d20, it says key to you. You know what I mean? It's all about how it feels in the heart of the dice. What is this Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> no, Dungeon Dice Monsters. <laughs> Blue eyes, white key. <laughs> I'm glad I swallowed the monster when I did, because <laughs> that would have come out my nose. <laughs> like, I'd imagine you can find a pretty sick set of dice that, like, for the twenty has a spider on it or something. Ooh, that's oh. a good, that's a good idea. Let's look that up. I was gonna yeah. say I, I bought a lot of dice on Amazon actually. That and Comic Etc. and Keen. Comic Etc. and Keen has so many fucking dice. I have a fifty-dollar bull moose card. They have, card. Got it couple, for they have a couple sets of bull moose. Oh God, this website looks like it's AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> I I clicked on a website and immediately three on-site pop-ups came up and I was like, I'm yeah, just closing that. this. Like, and they weren't like window, like browser pop-ups. They were just built into the site themselves. Fuck that. I don't know how... When I look up D20 Spider, this comes up. Like, this is not... This screams Artificer to me. Not... Spider. Okay, you know what? That is a D20 Spider. It is a spider where the body of it is a D20. And that's kind of cool. Like, if I, didn't, if I didn't think spiders were disgusting, I would totally buy that. 
Is this what you mean? Something like this? Yeah, like exactly like that. I just searched dice spider or spi spider D&D &D dice. Yeah, I'd do that. I might need to get an art piece commissioned for Cax. I've got threads. Yeah. Cost me a glass of wine. That's it? Yeah. Jesus. He's one of my one of my friends on a regular at Maincrust. So I like pulled up a picture like the D and D picture of a stone giant and I described what I was wearing. Like it's even got the little mantis head. Like <laughs> you can see it's tied to the horns of the dragon skull and the mantis head's just like chilling up here. And then down the back you can see like the wings of the mantis spread out for the cloak. That's awesome. I might have to reach out to one of my uh, one of my contacts on Twitter and be like, hey, I want this commissioned. Can you help? <laughs> and see what they say. Something tells me the answer is going to be a resounding no, <laughs> but it's worth a shot. Next time she comes in, I might be able to ask her if she'd do it for you. I actually, hang on, I actually know somewhere. I had one of the people that did emotes for my, uh, for my channel. Oh, if you're gonna plug yourself, plug yourself. Don't. No, I'm not here. Yeah, you can check me out on uh, Night Owl Nerds. Uh, that is Spotify. You are listening to us, Night Owl Nerds. Yeah, so that's what Thrym looks like. Oh yeah, she even got the Teethling Chalice up in that bit. That actually looks sick as fuck. I really like the way Thunder came out. I'm pretty sure if I check my uh, description of he, I just kind of described him off of one of my friends physically. So I might still to show you a picture of what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, I did use my friends. I remember when I made Key, I used, like, my friend's measurements. And when I made Bryak, I just searched Khalil back and used his measurements. Jesus. <laughs> so Bryak's just Khalil Mack. Basically. Nice. Except pale white. <laughs> Except pale white in a dragonborn, man. You know. Please tell me he's wearing the raider uniform. <laughs> Let me pull up a picture of the friend that I, uh... I'm, I'm reaching out to this artist. I will say, when I first started to play Jack, I fucking hated it. But I'm starting to warm up to him a little bit over the last couple games. Yeah. Like, it's just... Like, if Jack thinks of something, he's just gonna do it. Like, lighting that fire in the middle of the bar. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, certainly a decision <laughs> that I was not expecting. 
We're trying to get Thud to play poker with him. <laughs> Thidius was just off in the back, like, yes, manipulate the child. <laughs> oh. Actually, Thidius is the only one, only one that knows what Jack actually looks like. Yeah, actually, that's not canon. That's not canon anymore, because that was in the the session with you, me, and Heather. Yeah. Where we were doing that warm-up. Like, I know <clears throat> what he looks like, but Phidias doesn't even know what he looks like anymore. Because yep. that's not uh, canonical. So... Yeah, technically. Yeah. It should be, though. <laughs> it like... should be, but that, that was... Um, yeah, that was just for practice. Like, the reason it should be definitely is because Jack just sending Bryke into random houses telling him they were shops. <laughs> Dude, I, I wish. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I was telling Robin if, because he was saying we might like take these characters and do more with them and I was like if he ever levels up the first thing Jack does is subclass into rogue like yeah honestly <laughs> I mean think about it a rogue with unlimited shadow step oh dear god <laughs> oh dear god I would have to nerf that if that was in one of my games <laughs> Just sent the pictures of what the friend I based a uh, key off of. Uh, actually, yeah, that's kind of what I was picturing. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Just a clunky, beat-up armor. But also, like, 80 years old. <laughs> yeah. He didn't age in the ground, did he? No. Oh, I've always pictured Key as like this 70-year-old man that's like, Alright, you whippersnappers. <laughs> it's time to kick some ass and chew some bubble tree. Or some oh. gum tree. But I'm all out of gum tree. It's like... Yeah, he's... I believe he spent 52 years in the ground, just kind of chilling. Yeah, so he was 28, and then he went in the ground, and he spent 56 years waiting inside the dirt. Jesus Christ. 56? Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of down there a while. Jesus Christ. For someone that spent that much time in a hole, you'd think you'd be a little more patient at times. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd think, but... I mean, it is it is key. Or you could explain that's why he's so impatient. I spent way too much time in a hole. I just need to get everything done now. Listen, if, you're, if he's standing outside a door and no one's answering, it could be 56 years before someone answers <laughs> that door. You know, it happened, it happened that time he was, you know, dead. That you make Thrym kick the door down and get shot across the hall. <laughs> yeah. I, 
I am determined to find some mention of the Fangs of Loth somewhere. Like, surely it's out there. I have to find it, because no one knows the name or no one recognizes it and can't find any, like, history of the feats we did. It's like, hmm. Well, it so, it could be, like, so, consider, if, if, if you will, the possibility that the Fangs of Loth are, like, the, not necessarily, like, the Navy Seals, because... Everyone knows who the, that the fucking Navy SEALs exist, right? Those are the, like the elite of the elite in America, right? But consider the possibility that they're more like the British SAS, where the British SAS were completely unknown. Like, they were a speculated group for a long time, but they were not confirmed for a very long time. Like, there was always a knowledge that there is, hey, this highly trained military group that acts... But we don't know who the fuck they are. They could just be the military until one day they were like, Hello? What are the SAS? <laughs> like, straight up. They they didn't they didn't exist until they announced that they were, you know, existing, basically. When they were acknowledged. Yeah. Until basically until they were confirmed to exist, they didn't exist. Uh, they were formally added in 1952. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure they existed. And they a while first formed. That. Yeah, and they first formed in 1941. Yeah, so 11 years they were acting like completely under the radar. You think it's not? It's it's not possible for Lolf to have a secret military group that she then got fed up with and disbanded. We, we did fail our, uh, our like, last three missions. So, he doesn't know how long he was in the ground, though, right? Because you keep trying to figure out what the date is and nobody knows. <laughs> I know, because I eventually got... Uh... Who told me? Someone told me the year or something, and... I put it together that I was actually now like an oh, okay. 84 year old. On the side note, what's an ASMR lifespan? It's the same as a human. Turns out that Key should have been dead 30 years ago, naturally. I, I think they live a little bit longer than humans. Uh, they live up to 160 years, but yeah. they mature at the same rate as humans. Okay. I have four ASMRs throughout my campaigns. One's actually a sub, like a sub race. It's an ASMR and a tabaxi. One holy spirit got a little down and dirty, eh? Well, just the way she like did her backstory and whatnot. And as it was going on, we hit like game three and I talked to her. I was like, look, this would work out really well for you, but there are going to be some penalties. So she didn't like get any of, she got the, she put she picked Scourge Asmir for some reason. I don't understand why she would do that, but she did. But I was like, if you're gonna do this, you can have this. You don't get anything else that comes with the Azimir stuff. And you're gonna lose your feline agility. Cause I have to take something away from you from the Tabaxi side too. 
so we ended up doing going that route. Then she used her ability for the first time and found out it did damage to her and everybody around her. Oh, Jesus. Like party members or not, like, everybody took damage. She's like, this is horrible. I was like, yeah, that's why I told you I don't understand why you would pick that one. Bless you, muted Xander. Thank you. <laughs> it's funny. Like, you said tabaxi, and I remembered in my uh, in my Nuzlocke, I caught a Baneri, and I just named it R34. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I'm learning right now that kobolds are only, like, partially scaled? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> like their their feet are scared. Like they're not even really scaly. They're like lizards. They're not even like alligators. Okay, this one's scaly. But yeah, they're not really scaly. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I have to double check something right now. Oh my god. Mm. Joe left Impractical Jokers. Yeah? Damn. Did you not see that update, like, earlier today? No. Sorry. Sorry you had to find out this way, bud. I, I can't say that I follow impractical jokers he's he does anything dude he's so unbeatable <laughs> damn joe gatto if you're listening i hope you i hope you're okay That's i hope you do well hilarious fact that you, that you if you're listening yeah Okay. Man, that, I love that bucket show. That show's fucking hilarious. Oh, well. Dude, one thing that confused, like, so Robin sends me, like, the character sheet for Jack, right? Shadow Monk with two, with two sides. How did you not think I was going super dark with that? Yeah, seriously. Come on, <laughs> like, Robin. I know you're like, not here to defend yourself, but like, there was only one way this could go, man. Like, I'm going, I'm going, Grim Reaper, Jack the Ripper, with this thing, <laughs> which is where he got his name, actually. I named uh, Briac Briac because it kind of sounds like brick, and I figured he's. You know, it's about as what he's a smart ass. Hey, thinks like a brick. Hits like a brick. He does hit like a fucking brick. Or a goddamn dump truck sometimes. Jesus Christ. What's so funny? <laughs> Heather like shows herself for one moment, and I just pour like twenty something points of damage into <laughs> her. You make her invisible, and I'm like, hmm, where'd she go? <laughs> 
I, I genuinely was about to make you both invisible. And then as I was doing that, I was like, this is a really bad idea to make him invisible. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but I'm going to make me invisible. And I was going to make me invisible too. And I was like, I don't need to be invisible. <laughs> like, kind of at all. <laughs> Dude, that was so fucked. Like, me and her were just out in the woods, just stealthing around, not able to find each other. <laughs> Just waiting for any opportunity to just shadow step right behind her and be like, boo. <laughs> like, no, I've got this thing that gives me a plus 10 to stealth along on top of everything else. Like, fucking great. <laughs> wild. Dude, that entire encounter was just fucking wild. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is coming out after that. Yeah, that's already been released. Okay, yeah, it came out this week. Yeah, that one, and then we got the uh, one we did last week. That one was fun. What did y'all do last week? I know I wasn't here. He did a he did a Christmas one shot for Christmas. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. We killed Santa. <laughs> yeah, I we fucking, did kill Santa. Yeah. I was at the Pats game, and on the way to the Pats game, my friend that I actually based Key off of was like, hey, I'm having fireworks tonight. You coming? And I'm like, um, I'm in Foxborough, man. Uh, I'll text you when I leave. So I just after the game, I just ended up going to that. Nice. Cool. I see him. He's in the Navy, so he's down in Virginia now. Oh! Oh! Okay, it's the guy that I talked to. Or the guy that we've talked to, yeah. Played Rocket League with? No, no, that's Camp. He's, uh, uh, he's stationed in oh, yeah, that's for right. the Air Force, yeah. I forgot. But I... How many friends in the military do you have? I had one, and now she's out. <laughs> like... <laughs> Is that a con? Like, that's one of the things that I'm not used to being where we are in, in the U.S. I'm not going to dox us. But, like, where we are in the U.S., there are so many fucking people that are vets. Or, like, go into the military straight out of high school. That was not a thing where I'm from. Like, sure, people went into the military, but it wasn't, like, fucking everybody. It seems like everybody here has a marine flag or has someone in a branch of the military in their family. Like, in their immediate yeah. family. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I know six current active and a fuck ton of vets. I know a bunch of people who were in, who, like, have served or went back in. As far as, like, friends from high school or that I made, uh... Or... You, Robin, cut out his name. Um... <laughs> And all right, actually, cool. Actually, Robin, don't cut it out. Just get, just give me a, like a wacky bleep. Give me a like a over the name. Um, no, yeah. just cut it. No, cut the name and then leave. Yeah, I got cut out his name. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, uh, him, another friend joined the Navy straight out of high school. <laughs> we got the guy you and I played Rocket League with. Uh, that's three of my close friends that are active, at least. Have his name? I paused for a second. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Cut everything except his name, and that's the only yeah. thing we post this week. It's just this dude's name. <laughs> just one second show. Like. Man, that was a quick episode. That was wild. <laughs> My favorite part was when the turned into a. <laughs> well, now we have to cut this whole fucking section, you dumbass. Way to go. Way to go. Oh, my fucking god. But they don't know the first letter. It's a. His wow. name is. <laughs> oh my god. Our brains are simply too massive. So, why is it that everybody out here chooses to go into the military? Like, is it just, like, a family thing? Because we're, like, like, what the fuck? It's, you know, uh, part of the family has vets, so it's already, you know, in yep. the family, a lot of patriotic people, a lot of, like, uh, it's... I do also think it's also a lot of, you know, the military's kind of pushed on a lot of high school kids, you know. Like, everyone's seen the memes where it's, you know, recruiters chasing down the kid with a 2.1 GPA. Like, hey, I got an opportunity for a, you want a Camaro? <laughs> Basically. Basically. Yeah. You want a Camaro and a wife by 20? Here you go, kid. So, like... Like, I thought about joining up. My... Like, both of my grandfathers in the military, right? And then my dad was going to go into the military. And unfortunately, he had, like, he had a severe back injury um, this summer, right before he turned 18. So he ended up not being able to go through pass the physical for it. But, like, it never crossed my mind. Never seriously crossed my mind to join the military. My, my One of my grandfathers was in the Navy. The other one was in the Air Force. And my dad was going to join the Navy. And like, not for two seconds was I like, military's an option. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I do get it, right? That's not true. I do get it to some extent. I think another big thing was like, just with 9-11 happening when we were kids and having like grandfathers and stuff that were in the military and you'd hear them say things like, like, I'd join back up today if I could, like. So you get a lot of that, too. It's a lot of, how's that old saying? Uh, people waving the flag in your face. Like, not that that's a bad thing, but like, yeah. We're just patriotic as fuck around here. Yeah, it's fair, I guess. Sorry, I'm I'm actually still conversing with this artist. I'm actually making this happen live, like <laughs> on the episode. Like, 
going back and forth with her talking about this, and she was like, absolutely, kobolds are definitely up my alley. After looking at what they were, she was like, I, I got this. And I'm like, yes! It's awesome. Oh. No, the main thing isn't even the kobold. It's going to be Whisper. I have faith she can do it, right? Yeah, I, I, I still gotta... At this point, I'm like, shit, I'm gonna have to keep the name Whistler, aren't I? For, uh, Whistler? For my hand side. Oh, no, it's not Whistler, it's, uh... What the fuck is the name of that thing? Swisher. Swisher. I knew it was an awful name. Makes you want to just stuff it and smoke it. <laughs> yeah, that is a pretty bad name. At this point, I'll stick with it. Fuck it. Yeah, you, well, you, all you have to do is figure out how you can like use it as your instrument. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still a level one bard, so I remember talking to Robin when I first took bard, and he was like, yeah, it kind of makes sense if, uh, you know, you didn't start acting like a bard right away, especially because I'm not, like, really kind of musical, you know, like, I'm more performance-based as a bard to spread religion. Yeah, but it would help to give out bardic inspiration every once in a while. Yeah. Especially to yourself if you can do that. <laughs> I believe you, need you it. can. You need it for some of those dex checks. Nah, man, fuck it. I'll just take the L on every dex check. <laughs> An extra D4 couldn't hurt the next time you decide to get breathed on by a dragon. I was bit okay. Alright. I, 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 I took that shit like a champ. And it's not my fault it lo it rolled really low against CAC, so I thought I could take it. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, I got this. See, that's the thing. CAX is small and hard to hit. Like, very small. Hard to hit. Key? Very big. Easy to hit. <laughs> yeah. Also, Cax has an ungodly amount of health for his size. Like, we're talking an insane amount of health for a tiny little crocodile. Well, no, because it's not fully scaled. That's why his armor class is low. If he yeah, had think... scales, it would be seven instead of four. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, everything hits so hard. You're like a gecko. So, if you guys are willing to share, what was the magic item you picked? I oh, mean, we I already know what I chose. <laughs> yeah, I know what everyone picked. Like, all you guys are like on the website, like determining and cross-referencing shit. And dude, I'm just, I like... saw I saw a necklace of average intelligence, and I went with it. Oh yeah, as soon as I saw what's, that, <laughs> what's holding what's holding Cax back except his intelligence? As soon like I was going through it, and as soon as I saw it, I I screenshotted it and sent it to sent it to you, and I was like, "This is what you're taking, isn't it?" And you were like, "Maybe." Yeah. <laughs> and then sent me the, the conversation, uh, 
part of the conversation you had with Matt about it. <laughs> no, what I took is, uh, it's a stone. But what it does is every time someone makes a uh, constitution saving throw for poison, they roll with disadvantage. So that's why, like, every time when we were having that fight, I kept telling Matt to roll with disadvantage. And, like, a lot of those guys would have passed the first time, but they kept failing. I don't think I failed a single poisoning that, that, that you game. You didn't. I was listening to that in the car yesterday. Like, and that, that does... Once that poison hits, it fucking does some damage. Yeah, absolutely. Just destroying people. Like, an extra 2d8 plus fucking... Uh, plus being poisoned till the end of my next turn. Like, fuck. I know we're cleaning up the white cap game in, in Neverwinter. And then we had to go to Silvery Moon. Because we're going to... We're trying to uncover Cax's memory still, right? That's still like a idea. Uh, if we can't find what we're looking for in the White Cap gang, because we're we're cleaning up the White Cap game to find try and find who hired them. Yeah. Oh, we still got to go to the Evermores at some point with all that. I do not. I do not want to go to the Evermores. With all that wolf activity around there, though, like, they got something in there. Dude, I just... You're just I'm hoping not... for a Monty Python fucking castle that sunk into the swamp three times, burnt down once, and was still built a fourth time. That's the only thing you're looking for. <laughs> I, I just finished the, uh, I think it's chapter in the Dritz series mm -hmm. of the Evermores. You don't want to go to the Evermores. Holy fuck. I, I took boots of water walking. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> you That's okay. So now you do want to go to the Evermores. At, at first I was like, okay. Like I assumed this just means I can walk on water and I'm reading it. And it's like me, a bunch of targets I can pick can walk on water. Even if they don't have boots of water walking. And if I see something in the water, I can yoink it up to the surface and keep it there. The fishing just got a lot easier. Yeah, I have I have Infinifish. Infinifish. That's similar to uh Infinifactory. Is that a, isn't that the game? I don't Infinifactory? Uh, Infinifactor, yeah. It was a, a puzzle game. I picked it because now we can definitely easily access a bunch of places that we couldn't in there. So. Hmm. Also, it'd be funny as hell just to yoink an abolith to the surface. No! No, it would not! <laughs> kind of funny. That'd be fucking horrible. Also, I was listening to the podcast... Like, driving to Walmart and back or something. And, uh, I'm sitting there, and Matt's describing, like, Hooverville. You know, just a bunch of poor tents and whatnot. And the lake's murky. And I rolled a one on that perception, so he just said it was murky. And I'm just kind of realizing I might have been skipping rocks in a shit lake. <laughs> they might just poop in that lake. Well, at least he didn't go for a swim. I almost went on the water with the boots of water walking. 
You just look down, yoink just up a turd. <laughs> but then I was like, hmm, I'm on a reconnaissance mission. I shouldn't draw attention to myself by pulling a Jesus. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna stay on shore and skip rocks into the poop lake. Ah, uh, yeah. Dios mio. It's Jesus. <laughs> Dios mio. It's Kishigalith. So where did everyone's name or, or originate from? For uh, for matters. Well, mine is from uh, Norse mythology, actually. So the giant that stole Thor's hammer was named Thrym. Really. Yeah. Which is kind of cool considering I have a hammer that does lightning damage and comes back to me. No, oh, that's just a subtle nod. That's what that is called <laughs> that. But yeah, that's that's where mine came from. What about you, Xander? Huh? What about you? It was literally the first name that came to mind that <laughs> that I could think of that was one syllable that started with a different letter than anyone else in the campaign. And then you come in with Kashigalith, and I was like, well, okay. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, Cax, okay. It's, it's short, it's easy, and it's, uh, it's definitely very, it's, it's like very ratty, almost. Very squeaky. Like, when you, <laughs> and it might be me now at this point, because now I know the character. Um, but if I was to be like, oh, this creature's name is Cax, I would definitely uh, suspect the creature is very timid or uh, uh, there's a word I'm looking for that I just can't find. But yeah, that was the first thing that came, like, po it popped into my brain and I was like, ah, this is the name. So out of nowhere, basically. <laughs> I was listening to one of the old episodes at work and <laughs> Cax was talking about death. It was like, Death is going to come to everyone. It's just is a question if you go out fighting or go out screaming. Or for me, both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, so I, I think I've used... So, as a kobold, I have Cower, Grovel, and Beg. And I think I've only used it once. The entire campaign. And I was you... like, okay, this will actually come in handy at some point. Like, to impose disadvantage. But Cax, like, when I got alert, he's he accepted death, basically. He was like, gonna die. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense for him at this point to cower, grovel, and beg for his life. Yeah, you used it once in combat, and then you used it once with, uh... It was after we killed that dwarf, and Nyx and Thrym, like, Nyx had his mm -hmm. sword to your throat, and Thrym had the hammer to yeah. the back of your head. And I, and I used, used it, it there for RP. Yeah. To make you guys feel bad for me and you're and like did this not is work pathetic. <laughs> you are you are pathetic we just saw what you can do and he's like oh shit he got his name from a i just kind of strung a bunch of syllables together <laughs> really 
literally took like 10 minutes of me just like going I can totally see you sitting there just going uh, no. <laughs> and just you're, just, you're just making noises until you find noises that you like, and you're like, ah, now I gotta figure out how to spell this. <laughs> what I did. That's literally what I fucking did. And then I, 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 I totally wrote out, believe that. And then I wrote out Key Shigalist, and I'm like, hmm, that's not a very easy name. Send it. Key. Key. I, I, they'll call me Key. And I think that's kind of where it set the tone, where, like, Kishigalith tries to impose this, like, I am Kishigalith. And, but he's actually just some, like, idiot called Key. <laughs> like, Key is actually quite... He's still, like, a, a fucking unreadable thing for me as a player. Because there's times, there's times where Key is, like, genius. <laughs> And there's times where I'm like, am I playing Cax too smart? <laughs> because because the way you play Key, I'm like, is this real? Is is really the battle trained warrior giving all this vital information away to just anybody? Yeah, we're up here trying to stop Loth. We don't know what her influence is. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe. Maybe he's got a greater plan. And then we talked about it, and you're like, nope, blindly faithful. And I'm like, okay, so he has no plan ever. <laughs> Max um, is too dumb to plan. <laughs> like, not anymore. Not anymore. No, now he's... Now there's nothing that limits him except for Nyx and Thrym. And he's okay with them. Dude. Uh, you know how bad it's gonna be if Nyx ever goes down in paddle. Oh, it's gonna be terrible. Yeah, we're like, all we're all gonna die. Nyx got hit once, and like since I rolled a one and a two for my initiative, uh like he healed himself and I'm like, come on man. Can't, can't you trust me to do that? Like I got one job. <laughs> this is my one chance to do it not out of combat. But, like, if Nyx goes down, you guys are on your own. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Dude, you, you just gotta rededicate yourself to Vayron at that point. But I'm saying, though, if he gets knocked unconscious, Thrym's there immediately. Oh, yeah. Even if he can't do anything, he's still gonna be there. Yeah. Cax and Key, we got this, we got this. We're... <laughs> I still think oh, we should I... be called Cax's crew, but... I thought you were you meant like if Cax or if uh if Nyx dies, like Thrym's just like I'm walking. That that honestly that is a possibility. You're a follower of Varen though. Like you like you believe in you know that Varen's gonna do better and he's gonna help. I mean Yeah, but at the same time why would Varen let this happen? To be fair, we've met the guy. We know he's off doing something else that's also equally as important, you know. He's... And if it gets to the point where Nyx dies, that means I've expended all of my healing abilities. You know, and that's yep. 35 points of lay on hands. 
like eight points of ASMR, you know, of ASMR healing treats. I have seven spell slots. Like that's like that means we've pumped out a shit ton of healing. Yeah. Thrym's and gonna be going horribly wrong. Thrym's gonna be jamming health potions down his throat. Yeah. Like if one of us dies, we've impressively fucked it up. <laughs> Dude, I'm thinking back to um another one of our just kind of like fuck around moments with uh you and me Stark or uh, with you and me, John. Sorry, a pop-up happened, and I read the name <laughs> off that. With you and me, like... John, where... Uh... God damn it. Um, where it was uh, Jack and... It was Jack and uh, Phidias, and we were just yep. fucking around in that, in that uh, map. And you went down, like, fucking 60 feet from me and i hurled a health potion <laughs> <Yeah>. at you <laughs> and it splashed on your chest and gave you just enough healing to up you yep <laughs> that was that was rules of cool and and robin yeah, was like robin yeah, i like it, it. <laughs> he's like i like it alternatively it smashes in your face and you take a death or a failed death saving throw <laughs> it does nothing and i was okay with either one because i was going to be funny either way but like what a way to go <laughs> get bludgeoned to death by a healing potion yeah and then and then you went down and i like ran over to you and like taunted the dragon so it killed me in the same turn so that monocle would activate yeah that was wild <laughs> that was that was a nutty fucking session just for fucking around too we okay. almost killed it like almost granted it did definitely robin gave us some things but two level five players almost killed a dragon like, that was a, we weren't level oh. five we were level 11 oh did he up us to level 11 for that yeah i think we're level 11 right now in remedy and lament are we? So I, don't, I don't think, think so. we're level five i think that's way uh, too low to be no i think i think I we might be level nine like yeah i was gonna say it might be level seven Uh, we are level 8. Level 8. Because I have 7 levels in Paladin and 1 in Bard. Wait. No, that's, uh... That's Matters. That's Matters of the Gods. We're talking, uh, oh. Ryak. Yeah. Oh, shit. My bad, Holmes. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're not playing a Paladin. <laughs> You're just running around raging and stuff. It's doing absolutely nothing. Right? It's just too stupid to know. He's just the most pissed off paladin. <laughs> Not using any of his spell slots. He's just too level, pissed. We're level 7. Level 7. We're level 7? Yep. Fuck. Yeah, shadow monks get uh, shadow step at level 6. Jesus Christ. How? How is that a thing? Just freely, too. I don't That's know, insane. but I like it. Because <laughs> I was reading, I was like, there's no way I can just do that. And I kept reading, I was like, I can just do that now. That's 
Ach so. <laughs> Dude, that's a busted ability. Yeah. That's busted. This is coming Which... from the guy that crits on fucking uh, 19s. What's... What's funny about Jack is... So, he was... what At the start of Lament, it was like, I was just walking around a city. So Yeah, we were all asked suddenly to say what we were doing beforehand. That definitely so, put us all on the spot. Well, what it, what it was was, I based Jack a little bit off Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jack was just walking around the city, but... Oh god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm piecing it together now. Jack's a serial killer. Yeah, I'm, I, that's what I gathered. Wonder what your M.O. is. Not children. <laughs> no, not children. Clearly not children. <laughs> that upset him a lot. He's going to have to kill a lot of people now to make up for the children. <laughs> Man, it's uh... I, I wasn't tired. I wasn't tired an hour and a half ago. What the hell is happening to me? I'm becoming an old man. Welcome to the club. <laughs> that was really funny. I don't know why I thought that was so funny, but apparently I thought that was really fucking funny. <laughs> You're getting to the tired level where you get giddy. Anything's no, funny. absolutely not. Not with you clowns around. Clowns? You know, one thing that's kind of confusing to me, if Thidius is just traveling around constantly... Mm-hmm. Why does he love his clothes so much? Because you have to look your best. If you I mean, if you true. don't <clears throat> Thidius is very much about the mindset if you if you look like a million gold, you're going to make a million gold. So you have to look like if you want to make money and live a lifestyle of someone that makes money, you have to look like you make money. So he wants to look his best, he wants to feel his best, that way he can perform his best, that way he can, he can live his best life. For him, appearance is everything. Um, yeah, it does kind of fit, uh, Tidious. I actually took that inspiration from my boss, who tr tries driving it in my head, like, if you dress like a, or if you dress, you need, you're like, dress like you want to you want to work like if you want to be like the top of your game dress at the top of your game and so i wear hoodies at work all the time <laughs> yeah, i was i was gonna say i don't i don't think me walking into the kitchen at work wearing a tux is gonna be a good thing <laughs> i mean i've dressed up for work before yeah it makes me feel better right like i feel good because i i know i look i look decent but like there's so much effort into dressing up for work every yeah. single day. And I'm like, I, I cannot be bothered 90% of the time to do that. So I'm not going to. I'm 
I'm behind the scenes 100% yeah. of the time. So why can't I dress like I'm behind the scenes 100% of the time? I don't want to be like the visual center of attention ever. It's like even if for some reason I have millions of dollars, I'm still going to be walking around like I'm fucking Adam Sandler. Like t-shirt yeah. shorts. Like I don't give a shit. Like if I had to walk down the red carpet, it's going to be in jeans and a hoodie. Like <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I mean, they'll be really nice jeans and really a really nice hoodie and probably Jordans. But <laughs> I you'll never catch me in shoes that cost me more than 100 bucks. Never. Because, like, that's where my feet is, <laughs> which means to touch the ground. I can't, I can't justify spending more than a hundred bucks on shoes. Granted, the shoes that I wear are regularly like 85, 90 bucks. So as soon as Vans ups the price on those shoes, you'll see me in shoes wearing that are more than a hundred bucks. But you know. I think the most I've spent on a pair of shoes is three fifty. Jesus Christ! That's Dude, insane. I almost I almost dropped five hundred at one point. Jordan released the uh, the retro uh, North Carolina Jordans, and they were like suede, baby blue, and gray. And they were just beautiful. Like I can't I can't drop that money on shoes you wear once, and they're just destroyed because they're such light colors like you can't ever keep those clean yeah but like I think people buy them to collect them you know like people buy Pokemon yeah shit but like, I'm not I'm not gonna buy a pair of shoes and not wear them that's also fair am I the only person that's like getting a bunch of those like Pokemon un unboxing uh, videos yes <laughs> it's where people are just like you know opening a card pack and they shuffle it the certain way and they go through it and it has like the money counter on the bottom to see if they made their money back in the pack i i get it right because there's like cards that are worth money but like why <laughs> why my question and is i also i also would used to think the same thing about csgo skins like people would pop on these websites and they'd wager their $400 CSGO knife and now, I, oh look, I've got an 80% chance of winning this roulette. Yeah, but why? <laughs> why not just sell that skin? <laughs> oh cool, now I've got all these 35 cents like weapon skins and oh hey look, one's worth three bucks. Who cares? Why would you spend like literal thousands of dollars on card packs to tear them open and go through the cards. I don't get it. Buy instead. Here's what you do, right? I'm going to blow your fucking mind, listeners. Here's what you do. You buy a box of these card packs, right? Because they come in like 36 count. It's a box. And then you sell the individual boosters. If you're buying like first gen and you buy one of these boxes and they're like, it's like 500 bucks, right? Split it up into 36 booster packs or fuck it bundle them by six you can make more money and you don't even have to open them because there's people that'll open them 
it, like totally fine. But you're not spending 500 bucks hoping to pull a $10,000 Charizard. Like, I don't get the... It's a it's a piece of cardboard with some ink on it. Why is it worth so much money? <laughs> like I digress. When I when I collected baseball cards, I used to go into thrift shops and you'd just find a tote of baseball cards for like ten bucks. Because no one wanted to go through all the baseball cards to find if they were worth money, so they'd be like, Yeah, just pay ten bucks for it. I'd be like, Mine and then I'd go through all the baseball cards. <laughs> yeah, I mean if you've got time, right? Absolutely. But don't go out and buy baseball booster packs hoping to get no, a fuck fucking that. a fucking uh, whatever pull. I don't even know who's Barry Bonds rookie card. I don't know. It's worth probably steroids. But like, does anyone know, actually know how to be worth money? Does anyone actually know how to fucking play the card game Pokemon? Because no. I feel like night like. There's a competitive scene for it, like Magic the Gathering. I know it's out there. I know it's relatively well established. But 90% of the people that buy Pokemon cards couldn't care less. Yeah, I I have Pokemon cards. Um, and I'm completing my set. Actually, the other day I went through an Excel file to write down every original 151 Pokemon by hand. Because every single file that I found on the internet, I was afraid was a virus. Because of the sites I was finding them on, I was like, nope, this this might be a virus. This might be a virus. Uh, it's a Reddit thread that's taking me to another website. Could be a virus. No, thank you. So I just made my own and then went through my list. Just to say that I have the original 151 at some point. <laughs> I think I'm going to be out like 300 bucks buying all the other cards. To be honest. And I don't even, I, I don't want, like, first edition. Like, I just want, like, fairly old art. I'm cool if it was, like, a 95 print or a 2001 print, as long as the art looks close. I don't want none, any of the new, uh, don't give me a 2020 print Pikachu. Like, I don't want that. Best I want the old Pokemon fat Pikachu. Best Pokemon is Wooper. By the way, I don't know what that even means. You don't know what Wooper is, dude. I I've played Pokemon Yellow three times. Wooper's a second gen. I barely know what Pokemon is. Like I, that's the only Pokemon game I've ever played is Pokemon Yellow, and I played it three times. Okay, I, I've seen that Pokemon before. Wooper canonically has no skull. He's fucking dumb as hell. So he's Braddock. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, into it. I'm into it. Here's a question. Who has a lower intelligence? Like, straight up intelligence without your without the necklace. Braddock or Cax? Braddock. Braddock. Does he? He's, he's <laughs> a he's a minus three. Yeah, so he has a four intelligence or a five. Cax at a six. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan was talking about how difficult it is to, to play a character and you only can use three syllable words or less. Is it two? Yeah. <laughs> play can only use two syllable words, dude. It's difficult for me to have the, or the I'm, that's why I'm so glad I got the necklace. It was difficult for me to trip over words mispronounce words and also slightly stutter 
because I had a stutter for a long time. And I actually, luckily, was able to stop myself from stuttering. And when I get too upset or frustrated at something, or I get really worked up, it does come back naturally. And it's really irritating because it gets me more irritated, more frustrated, and more worked up. So it just comes out more and more. And, like, it's it was really difficult for me at the beginning of the filming of the podcast because I started stuttering again for, like, a few days and I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this <laughs> to the point that I almost had to drop Cax's stutter. And I was like, okay, we'll do warm ups before the session where I do it. And then after the session, like I, I used to, I don't do it anymore because I don't have that kind of time, but I used to actually like read tongue twisters out loud to myself for like 10 minutes after the sessions just to get rid of that. It was so annoying. But now I've got a uh, nice and easy, uh, super nice and easy transition into stuttering and not stuttering. I'll go grab something to drink real quick. All right. I think this is a good time to take our break. We've, uh, we've hit some interesting points recently in both of the campaigns in the, in the, or in the one shot and in the campaign. I'm, I want to know what the fuck that dog is and who's talking to Key. Is it Key that's being spoken to or is it all of us? Like with the dog, there is a dog on the chain in Matters. Oh, what you talking about? No, it's it's not the dog speaking. It's somebody that we can't see saying to cut the chain on the dog. Yeah, is it is it out loud? I thought they were talking yeah. to Key. No, it was oh. out loud. Cax is not cutting that chain. That dog will eat Cax, like as a snack. No, they're they're gonna cut the chain to come attack us. Yeah. That's that's why they were saying cut the chain, cut the chain, like cut it loose and it'll just maul us. Oh, I thought they were asking for us to cut the chain. No. No. I don't know, dude. I don't fucking follow what's happening, clearly. <laughs> but I'm not surprised when it happens. <laughs> like uh He's going to start saying, I knew it all along. In this economy? Really? You want me to cut that chain? A well-made chain in this economy? <laughs> One of my buddies realized that's my go-to phrase if I've got literally nothing else to say. He'll say <laughs> something and I'm like, what? In this economy? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to buy myself time to come up with a... With a more like interesting quip but i i can't sometimes so i just what in this economy that's crazy so that's why that came up he was like do is that is that like your go-to and it's like yeah pretty much it's it's guaranteed a chuckle <laughs> I feel like it's very situational you know like you can't say like, "Hey, man, um, I gotta cancel what we're doing." 
Uh, I, I have to take my dog to the hospital. What? In this economy? Like... <laughs> I, I think it's more of a situational thing. Yeah, usually when someone's being serious, I try to match the tone. I don't try to make a joke and they're like, Hey man, just found out my dog has cancer. How did I get cancer in this economy? No, like, <laughs> that, is, that is like the worst response to that comment I've ever heard in my life. Am I all for it? Absolutely. <laughs> Am I ever going to make that joke? Absolutely not. You're not? No. In this economy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, even in this economy, I will not make that joke. We didn't even take a moment to, like, show off what we're drinking tonight. What do we got? I chugged we got a, a cup monster, of cranberry juice. A bee hoppy and cranberry juice. Oh, dude, you're going to be on the toilet all night. See, I think cranberry juice is, like, child whiskey. Because you, you watch TV and, like, people drink whiskey and they always wince after. I've never seen someone, like, smoothly drink cranberry juice because cranberry juice is fucking awful. Grapefruit juice. I love both of those. Yeah, I love them both too, but I they're horrible. You also love whiskey, John. <laughs> I actually do not like whiskey. Oh, I thought you did. No. Yeah. Vodka. Hmm. You seem like the type of dude that would be totally fine sitting down with a glass of whiskey and reading a book. It, it, I did like whiskey at one point and then we had an amazing night together and a horrible next morning and I haven't been able to drink it since every time I take a sip of whiskey and it tastes like I get that taste I'm just like now I got I gotta throw up yeah same here with rye rye whiskeys can't do it someone who's been sober his whole life I don't understand that at all. <laughs> so like... Okay, I'm trying to think of a way to, to... To like... Actually break it down for like a fraction for you. Um, it's just like you associate it with the... Have you ever had like a, a, a food that made you sick? Like violently ill? Like almost like food poisoning level? And then like when you smell that food again, your brain goes, hey, no, bad, this is bad, don't have this. No? Okay, well, that's that's what... I, I've had food that's made me, like, shit for an hour and a half straight. Uh, but then, like, it's offered to me again, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, your brain actually is, like, hardwired to find well, things that are poisonous, and when you, like, smell them again or taste them, your brain goes, nope. We're not doing this again. And that's... Shitting for a, a half hour straight definitely isn't pleasant. However, it's... When something comes back up... And you have that taste in your mouth... And it comes back up for like a half hour straight... You just don't... Every time you taste that and smell that, you're like, Nope, I remember. <laughs> and it's it's not pleasant. Yeah, I've had one too many bad run-ins with whiskey um, to drink whiskey anymore. 
rye whiskeys especially like i can't even stand the smell of them other whiskeys i can drink um but not rye i can drink uh i can drink screwball which is a peanut butter whiskey dude screwball is actually like i'm going to i'm going to gross you out but until you try it like don't yuck on my yum um screwball and um grape soda I could see it's that. like it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich straight to your face. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like a peanut butter and jelly shot, which is a screwball and chambord, which is a raspberry liqueur. Really good. You do like <clears throat> three ounces of screwball and like a can of grape soda. You're done so good it goes down like water (laughs) you're like oh tasty it's like it's straight up a liquid peanut butter and jelly sandwich on on white bread as a lover of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches don't liquefy them uh you say that there's a a drink that we made when we had all the ingredients at Mancrust with screwball that tasted like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah, that was, yeah. That straight up sounds delicious. It was amazing. I just don't drink anymore. Like, no desire. Well, that's not true. I, well, that is true. There's no desire. <laughs> like I, I, if I wanted to, I would, but I just don't really want to anymore. So better things to do. Or I don't want to say better things to do with my time, but like I need the mental clarity for a lot of the things that I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm a cook, so it's kind of required. Kind of like being a construction worker. That's fair. <laughs> Kind of like being a construction worker and packing a lip. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be a lip, but just any type of tobacco. Cigarettes, cigars, a lip, something. I also think, you know, like a lot of people aren't drinking as much. I think those like people have either like really dropped drinking or really picked it up during quarantine and just, you know, COVID and everything. No, I can't say I drink. I drink more. I drink probably the same amount. I drink way less now than I used to. God, I look back on like some of the, like a year or two, and I have no idea how me and one of my friends are alive. Like, we could kill a handle a night. Like, not between us. Each one of us could kill a handle a night. Jesus Christ. There, there was one point we went to this party and I brought all this expensive alcohol and it was up at my buddy's old college where he knew all these people and he's just giving away all of my alcohol. And so I have this one-fifth of uh, red berry Ciroc left. And this was back when I was drinking heavy. And so me and my friends get in a circle and each one takes a pull off the bottle and it comes to me and I killed the entire fifth. Just chugged it. Jesus and Christ. 
everybody it went from everybody at that party like doing around doing their own thing to when i was done everybody was just staring at me with their mouths open <laughs> like, this dude just pounded a fifth of vodka like <laughs> so you think you might be an alcoholic <laughs> at the same time though it was only three nights a week that i was drinking because i worked night crew so the other three nights a week i didn't drink at all yeah, I during I mean, quarantine, during quarantine, I, um, <clears throat> or rather, like during the huge lockdown in twenty twenty, yeah, I uh, was I was drinking, but like I would pick up like a thirty rack every two weeks, and have like, or actually it was closer to every three weeks, and have like a couple like two beers every few nights and then on friday i'd have like three or four beers Ooh, and that was like the extent of my drinking so never really like, never really picked up after that like honestly i just like the taste of beer yeah i i don't <laughs> personally i i much prefer uh hard alcohols or i used to prefer hard alcohols to beer but like i also recognize that if i have a bottle of hard liquor like i'm drinking it, it goes way so more of it than i should it goes so fast yeah like i'll pour myself a glass of whiskey which is like the equivalent to like four beers yeah and a glass of whiskey and i'm like i i just don't feel good <laughs> you have two glasses of whiskey and you feel great and then the next morning you just drank water afterwards so you're fine but or like whatever your routine would be but like it's expensive and it doesn't give me the mental clarity that i want and i'm just like tired <laughs> basically tired the whole night like I, I just have no energy and it really alcohol does not mix well with energy drinks like there are not that is like, not true at least not with monster no, Monster. Fuck no. And I drink Monster. So there's nothing for me, really. But, like, the the Pineapple Red Bull and, like, Pineapple Ciroc. Or the Watermelon Red Bull and the Watermelon Ciroc. Oh, my God. Red Bull just mixes well with anything. I don't like, like a doesn't even have Red to be Bull. liquor. doesn't even have to be liquor. Like, Red I Bull don't, mixes with anything. I don't like to drink, like really powerful energy drinks like monster or red bull or anything but v8 energy yeah i drink v8 energy little caffeine packets for water shit like that that's what i stick to but if i'm super fucking sleepy and i really need an energy drink i drink red bull because it tastes like piss it's awful the original taste of red oh, bull. oh i hate original Some of the, red bull. oh yeah it's terrible but that's the reason i drink it because i never want to like it uh, dude, podcast brought to you by Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> the punishment on myself for not sleeping well. You'd have been... Uh, so, a few years ago, it's probably four or five now, something like that, for their seasonal summer flavor, Red Bull did uh, Red Bull Grapefruit. Oh my like god. Going. It was amazing. It tasted like you were drinking ruby red grapefruit with a little bit of carbonation in it and it was just awesome 
I was killing like two or three cans of those a day. That's not where I thought that was going. I'm disappointed now. (laughs) I thought it was going to be a horror story with it. No, it was just great. Well, damn, that's not as entertaining. Someone, a horror story with it, though, is I fucking hate coconut. Mm -hmm. Can't do it. Ugh. Anyway, so someone, like, I did not know that the, they were like, here, have this berry Red Bull. Well, apparently it was berry coconut, which I guess is still a flavor. And they just handed me this Red Bull. I was like, cool. So I started drinking it and then like spit it out because it tasted like coconut. And I hated them for the rest of the eternity for that because they did it on purpose. (laughs) Sounds about right for one of your friends to give you something (laughs) you know you're going to hate. Uh, yeah. I say that because I know I would do that to you. Oh, yeah, because I'd do it to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you didn't, I'd be upset. I mean, me and Robin together convinced you he was 43. <laughs> he is 43. I remember when he first started, uh, when we first started working together, nobody could guess his fucking age. He's 43. Thanks, man. Uh-huh. Dude, after a while, if people just keep insisting on something, even if I don't believe it's true, I'll buy into it. Just because, like, I mean, who's going to try that long to fool me? And ultimately, yes, you. I recognize you, John. You will try that long to fool me. It it was a long con. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm like, if they're going to, like, if they're going to push this hard, okay. He either is or he isn't. And it turns out he is. He is 43. He showed me his ID. What should I name my pony to? My Little Pony. MLP. Yeah. <laughs> should I name 100%. it Applejack? No, MLP. MLP. Uh, all caps. Yeah, of course, all caps. What is this? Amateur hour? Alright, I got MLP the Ponyta. That honestly might be my favorite, like, not insult, but kind of, like, soft-handed insult. Just, like, when someone does something, like, wacky stupid, you just go, my god, it's fucking amateur hour. (laughs) But you have to, you have to know your audience, because if it, if it is amateur hour, you feel bad. (laughs) I think it's like one of those uh you know you do it to say that and then it's like you really have to shit where was i going with this i had something it was Did funny you? it would have been the funniest joke of all time um probably god this is amateur hour fuck <laughs> <laughs> still ended up being a funny joke no, forget me forget me who Who's this guy on the Discord call with us? I have no idea. Never met this man before in my life, officer. Yeah, and where's his shirt? Are you? You're wearing the robe again. Surprised it took this long for you guys to know. No, I noticed you were wearing the robe, but like, 
This is like the third podcast in a row you've been wearing this fucking robe. No, no, I didn't wear it last time. I didn't wear it last time. Oh, okay, okay. Is it because we had? <laughs> is it because we had a female with us? No, it was just because I was up early enough to be dressed. <laughs> Dude, it's midnight. It's almost one a.m. What do you mean up early enough? <laughs> I'm a night shifter. This is oh, noon yeah. to me. This is literally yeah. noon. Listeners, we uh we film these late at night. You know, we barely have talked anything about D&D in this. No, that's what we thought last time, too. I also think this is kind of like a, a three-man matters at hand. Probably isn't going to see the light of day. Oh, it will. <coughs> I trust it will. You think a full episode's going to hit the cutting room floor where none of the last episode hit the cutting room floor? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Dude, this is this is three sleep-deprived men chilling in a Discord call 30 miles away because they're not gay. <laughs> that's what this that's that's your title. That's a mouthful. Figure it out. <laughs> or that's the title. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I was gonna Robin, say I don't like good. that this, title. That's a mouthful. A mouth- Figure it out. Matters at hand, it's a mouthful. Figure out. <laughs> I'm not sure I like that title. That's what she said. We just... That's that's all we do for the next like ten minutes is we pitch titles to Robin. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not here. There we go. Um. <laughs> um. Dude, we, we've already forget. <laughs> we can't forget you twice. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, no. I, I, I haven't come up with anything yet. I'm thinking. So let's go back to D&D for a minute. If you had to um, reclass your character entirely, you cannot take any levels in either of the classes that you have, what would you reclass your character as to keep them as true as you could to their backstory? Rim? Yeah. Barbarian. Everyone. Barbarian? Full class barbarian? Uh, I might dip a little bit into rogue. Uh, maybe paladin. I'd paladin with the conversion? I'd probably have to go cleric. Yeah. I think I have... I think I have like a really easy time with with Cax to be able to just be like, yeah, I'll just go ranger. But at yeah. the same time, like his intelligence is so fucking low. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if no ranger is an intelligence caster; it's charisma caster. Yeah, yeah, I could do, I could do. Uh, oh no, ranger, ranger. I don't think ranger is intelligence. I think it's wisdom. Uh, yeah, I know it's not pretty... intelligence. I'm pretty sure uh, it's wisdom. It might be wisdom. I don't know. I've never played a ranger. If you I had like to choose, that. no. So what? Uh, what classes are you wanting? Are you guys wanting to run with your next character that you play? Haven't <clears throat> even thought about it. Rogue. Rogue. Yeah. yeah. I want to play a Tabaxi Rogue really bad. I think we talked about that before, where you said that you wanted to play a Tabaxi, and like. 
Cat Rogue seems pretty fucking baller. Not gonna lie. Oh, dude. Like, they're, they're built to be rogues. It's it's Kashit, man. Yeah. From, from Skyrim. I've barely played Skyrim. Like, I've never actually owned Skyrim. I've played it at my friend's house before, but... How dare you? Yeah, no, I know. How dare you not buy Skyrim for six different consoles? <laughs> I do have it. It is kind of fun. Uh, it is a wisdom caster. Rangers are. At some point, it's just like, I want to try Skyrim, but I feel like it's so old now, and all the people are like, oh, it's only good if you have the mods with it. Um, if you're playing Skyrim for like the sixth time through, I 100% agree with that. Um, but if it's your first playthrough through Skyrim, there's enough in Skyrim to oh, keep yeah. you invested um, for 80 hours. Um, I yeah. played. I don't even know how many hours I played into it, and I'm not even through my first playthrough yet. I barely touched. Like, I've barely touched the storyline. I'm just doing side quests the entire time. Yeah, straight up. I've, I think, I've never, actually I can say I've never finished the story quest, and I've vested 300 hours into Skyrim across three different playthroughs. One of them, I have every single mod that you can add in for spells, um, like spell expansion and things like that, and that's my mage playthrough. And then another one, I was doing a, uh, or the, the my most recent one, I'm doing a pure two-handed warrior whole way through like no spell casting at all no stealth at all the only thing i'm allowing myself from either one of those was um enchanting to make my two-handed weapon better myself and uh pickpocketing and pickpocketing so it's i'll be honest it's really hard to pick pockets without like getting your stealth up but it's possible <laughs> i'm proving to myself it is possible uh you have to be very careful about what you steal and where you are when you steal something because everyone can detect you constantly with a with a 20 with a 20 on your stealth skill uh out of 100 so you have to be very, very careful about where you're hiding. <laughs> but yeah, Skyrim's definitely worth playing through. It's it's literally FPS, D&D. Yep. The game. Except you don't have to multi-class. Because unlimited skills. It. Yeah, forever. you can get everything. Anything. And everything all of the time. The live-action Cat in the Hat movie is underrated. <laughs> that is hardly related to D&D. Well, because whenever I say anything, I always think of the scene from Cat in the Hat where they're like, you could turn anything into a cupcake with this machine. Anything. 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 Say it again, I'll cut your tail off. And then he cuts his own tail off. I'll kill you. It'll make look make it look like a bloody accident. It's such a good scene. Jesus Christ. 
ever Mike seen Mike Myers acted the shit out of that movie, and everyone else let him down so bad. Yeah. I actually agree with you on that. But he's also the reason that there's not they're not doing any more live-action uh, Dr. Zeus movies. <laughs> I, I love the scene where, like, someone calls... Or, like, one of the rules was... You can't answer city morgue when someone calls the house. Because when you're seven, I didn't get that. Like, and then the fish is, like, counting all the rules that he's breaking the first time Cat in the Hat shows off. And the phone rings and Mike Myers is like, city morgue. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, but, I mean, let's be honest. Shrek is the best Mike Myers movie. Yeah. There's I mean, been a surprising lack of Mike Myers movies recently. Well, he's not retired, but kind of relaxing. He's he he made his bank. He's chilling. Plus, I don't think people really wanted to hire him after the Love Guru. Yeah, that and Cat in the Hat kind of. Mike Myers, Mike if you're listening, we miss you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you and Joe Gatto can make a movie. I'm actually looking up his most recent movie. He actually has a movie coming out soon. I know he was in Inglorious Bastards. Yep. So he's just making money still off the Shrek shit. 100%. Like... Yeah. I'm looking through his IMDb right now, and it's it's Shrek, Shrek, Love Guru, Inglorious Bastards, Shrek, 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 uh, <laughs> SNL, Shrek, <laughs> Terminal, Bohemian Rhapsody, Untitled David O. Russell, uh, a TV show, Austin Powers 4, which is rumored, not officially announced, but like... Since 2001, his IMDb is like 40%, 50% Shrek. And if you're not including all of the time that he's taking, or that he's in SNL, in between like fucking 2000 and, what is it, 2002 on, 2001 on, it's straight up like 80% Shrek. Like, dude's making bank off this, so... Because they just keep throwing it back to him. He's like, of course I'm gonna. Aren't they take doing that a reboot? If if they are, we're never gonna see him in anything other than Shrek. <laughs> I could have sworn that I saw something that said they were doing a reboot of Shrek, but they were getting the original cast back, and it was a full series reboot. If you were to like, they're starting over at one with a different storyline. It's like Mask, right? You can't have Mask without um, Jim Carrey. Yep. And you can't have Shrek without Mike Myers. If if they tried to do anything Austin Powers or Shrek without Mike Myers, it's never going to do well. Never. Because first of all, Mike Myers was like 40% of the cast in the Austin Powers movies. Like, in characters alone, not in talent. In characters alone, he was, like, 40% of the cast. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> what are you gonna do? It's straight up, like, like a Jim Carrey movie without Jim Carrey. It's not gonna happen. 
just won't work. I just don't understand. If you're bringing back, like, if they're getting Cameron Diaz out of retirement, if they're getting John Lithgow, if they're getting Mike Myers, if they're getting Eddie Murphy, why are they starting over again? That just seems like a fucking hassle. They're, they're going multi-universe with this shit, and there's going to be one giant movie where... Multi-Shrek? <laughs> yeah, multi-Shrek. Dude, it's, it's all about the cash. 100%. Oh, yeah, definitely. I There is not... Actually, that's, that's probably not true. There are very few actors that would not come out of retirement for the right price. Straight up. There are not many people... There's not many people... That would come out of retirement for the right price. Yeah. I don't care what you what you're doing. You offer like you offer Jim Madden, Joe Madden. What's his name? Don Madden? John John Madden. Ma- John Madden. There we go. Thank you. That died? Yeah, you like, offer him enough money, he'll come out of retirement. From the dead. Barry Bonds, you offer him enough money, he'll come out of retirement. He was paid by the Giants. He's paid by the Giants yearly still. Exactly. You pay him enough, though, he'll come out of retirement. You offer this man $20 billion and he's not going to come out of retirement? You kidding me? You're like, Barry, we need you to swing the bat for nine innings for 20 bill. He'd be insane to say no. $20 billion will get you to Mars. Look at Jeff Bezos. have a point look at jeff word bezos dude (laughs) one of the uh facebook groups i'm in released a uh uh, stat block for him as a monster (laughs) this shit was (laughs) fucking hilarious is his main attack throwing bricks of gold i forget what it was that's depressing this is me depressed one of them was like he had to, he had a breath weapon and it was pretty much just he breathes Amazon packages at you. Oh no! <laughs> Same all, day delivery. Ah! All, all stolen from the porches of unsuspecting <laughs> customers. Dude, I'm I'm low key upset that two day shipping is not a thing here. What? Yeah, two-day shipping is not a thing where I'm at. <clears throat> it is where I'm at. It was. There's no like Amazon facility close enough to, to offer two-day shipping for. Ha- I don't even order obscure shit. Like I order a fucking monitor, and it's like, we'll get that what? to you next Tuesday. But I'm, like, I'm ordering it Monday. What are you on about? I should have it by Friday. <laughs> ordering a what? I've never heard of those. Kind of obscure. <laughs> or like a lockpick set I just bought. Like, oh, it'll take a week and a half. And I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. I have a I have a lockpick set now. I got it like a couple days before Christmas. But like, it, don't worry about it. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it took me a week and a half to get it. Dude, you know what I just ordered? I think earlier today. Well, well it would have been yesterday now. It's a ring but it's a D20, like it's got 20 numbers around it, and then it's got a thing you can spin on it. Mm-hmm. So I got the D20 ring. 
That's sick. I had to. I saw one and I was like, yep, I have to have that. Perfect proposal. Get a diamond, have it cut into a D20. <laughs> and then if she says yes, have it mounted with the 20 facing up. And if she says no, have it mounted with the one facing up. <laughs> and you get on one knee, you're my crit failure. <laughs> no, then you have to mount it on your wall and no. then look at it in nope. shame forever. No, you have to you have to get it as a Prince Albert. No. Yep. No. It's a critical failure. <laughs> no. Robin, no, cut that. I don't know what the hell that is. It's Google it. Save and search to... off. Save, Save search, search off. off you and coward. Go... And go to Google Images. Oh God, he's doing it. <laughs> Prince Albert. Yep. See, it didn't even come up with a. Not I have Albert. Yeah, no. Albert. Let's try Prince Albert piercing. All of a sudden, I'm scared. <laughs> now? You're scared now? <laughs> Robin, you have to cut all of that. No. That, but that, is, for, that is for your enjoyment, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the perfect proposal, though. Right. D20 diamond mounted in a ring. Silver ring has to be silver. That way, that way it can be used to kill. Uh, it's true. Kill uh, creatures. But the, the, the diamond has to be worth more than 500 gold as well. That way it can also be used to cast Revivify. Mm. Ethan has left the uh, safety of his chair for a moment. He needs to stretch after that experience that we had to cut. <sighs> Robin, Robin, you need to cut that, man. No, he does not. <laughs> he He's has not to. cut it. I know he's not going to, but he needs to. <laughs> Cut everything but my scream, and then just superimpose that scream somewhere else in a conversation. <laughs> so we'll be like, so, where, like, where did you get the name of your... <laughs> oh. <laughs> You've killed me. You've killed me. The castle of uh, uh. All right, so back to D and D, completely off like our games. You guys have all ran your own games. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing that's happened, or just oh, like straight boy. up like shouldn't have happened and you had to roll with it? Oh boy, um, I'm gonna go here. Like I'm, I'll, I'll take point on this one. Uh, we had in my, I think I've talked about this before, but we had in one of my sessions, a fighter that was really into decapitation, um, mostly monsters. 
actually exclusively monsters. I say uh, mostly. Wanted... <laughs> well, so he was decapitating monsters, um, and would get them, to, or was getting them taxidermied to put up in, uh, in their tavern. And he decapitated a were rat. And when you kill a were rat, it reverts to its natural form, which was a human. So, when he decapitated this human that was part were rat, or that was a were rat, uh, he took the head, thinking, oh, I can get a taxidermied. Well, the party went into the city to taxidermy a human head. And it went better than you'd expect, actually. They go in, the shopkeeper tells or tells them, pay me ten platinum, I'll do it and we'll never speak of it. Or get or like, I'm gonna call the guard, basically. Like half blackmail, half I'll do it for this price, no less. You know, whatever. Party decides they're not going to pay him that much. So they go to walk out and he follows him out and yells for the guard. The guards show up and the cleric decides that he's going to lie his ass off to the guard saying that the shopkeeper was blackmailing them and he took the head from the shop in order to report him to the guards himself. And Crit succeeds on it. And the shopkeeper rolled a natural three plus one to deter, to try to like persuade or like per, like convince the guard that that's not true. These are the ones with the or these are the people with the uh, human head in their possession. So the guard or the guard end up believing the cleric because he's a man of the church. Of course, he's not going to lie about something like this. And he told him he was going to perform funeral rites for the desecrated corpse. And then they, the guard ends up hauling the man away and trying him for murder and desecration of a corpse. And then the next day, the party goes to the, uh, like, execute, like, not the next day, like the next couple weeks, the party ends up going back into town to and ends up seeing the execution of the shopkeeper. <laughs> That they framed for murder and desecrating a corpse. And, uh, my party was totally fine with that. I tried to make them feel guilty, and they were like, Nope, don't feel shit. So that was, uh, that was a fun, fun time for me. You think your party doesn't feel guilty? Uh, when I was DMing, like, their first mission, their very first mission, they had heard at a town that, Hey, there's a lot of, uh, like unnaturally large monsters. Like there's large variants of monsters and then there's these hulking creatures. So they go to the town and they're like, yeah, like a two story tall bear just kind of fucking knocked over one of our, you know, watchtowers. Uh, could you figure out what the hell's going on? We'll pay you if you can like, you know, kill it and prove you killed it. You know, and they had been able to identify that there's multiple bears and the town was like, yeah, 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 no, we'll pay you for, e for each bear. We'll give you this amount of gold. This is a very poor, pretty new settlement. So these bears were ruining them. So they go into the forest and they're 
and a trap goes off and they get hauled off to a druid camp. And the druids are like, yeah, they moved outside, fuck them, we're getting attacked by shit, so we made these large variants of monsters to keep them away. Uh, they end up killing like nine bears of that size, which the town only had enough to pay for three at most. And when they discovered that, they, uh, they told the druids that, hey, the town's gonna attack. And they told the town, the druids are gonna attack. And no. they, ran in, they ran into a kid in the forest who was trying to protect one of the bear corpses. And he shoves the warlock, and the warlock's like, don't touch me, Eldritch Blast. Kills this kid. Like, just... No. Chieftain's son of the druids, right? Like, their fucking kid. He tells him, oh yeah, that was the town. So they go back to the town, tell them the druids are, like, going to attack. The town rallies up all their people, goes out to attack the druids. And then they just locked the doors to everything they could in the town and left. Jesus Christ. They locked them out of their own town. They're like, yep, just... our work here is done. <laughs> Ensues havoc over... <laughs> over not being paid. <laughs> and I was like, I was trying to tell him, like, hey, that's a lot of bears. This is a relatively new settlement. And I'm like, and he was like, no, they told me it was 80 gold ahead. No. Don't do this, man. They're poor. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. They kind of they kind of set the tone for the campaign. <laughs> this wasn't the weirdest, but like, again, first first thing that happens, I had three people that I'd never played before, so I wanted to kind of get them into like, you know, have a small battle they could fight and learn the mechanics. So I had them in this forest, and three of them. It was a party of five. Three of them were already in a cave, and then two of them that hadn't met the other ones yet end up going into this cave, too. So what it was supposed to be was they were going to... The cave belonged to an owl bear, So they were going to fight the owl bear. Owlbear walks in, right? My druid decides she's going to cast Speak to Animals and talk to the thing. Like, cool. And she says, they have a conversation, a quick conversation, and then she tries to convince this owl bear she wants that. I just want to be friends with you, basically. And I was like, all right, roll me an animal handling check. Crit. <laughs> so now the party has an owl bear. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't like, see how this could possibly go wrong. Like they have an owl bear that pulls their cart for them, but it only, it only does, like it only likes the druid. The rest of the party, it doesn't give a shit about. Jesus. And then, so they get hired to go into this this city and kill kill the the king of this city. And they manage to like sneak up and fight this king. Well, the dwarf sorcerer decides that they're going to 
use uh fuck disguise self to look like this king but the king's an elf so it's just shorter and she rolled uh, they rolled high enough on their persuasion checks to get through it and so they're sitting up on the throne and they're getting ready to execute this uh this person because of something else that had happened and the 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 dwarf is like we have to wait for one special guest to drop by and as they say that the rest of the party had taken out the two people with the king his bodyguards outside the room the two people with him in the room grabbed him threw a rope around his neck and the way I described the castle, his bedroom was right out near the front where the execution was happening and chucked him off the balcony and hung him in front of everybody in the town. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, well, that's one way to get the job done. Oh no. <laughs> That's metal as fuck! <laughs> Luckily, they were hired by the queen to kill the king. So... <laughs> I assume you instantly leveled them up for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they... Wow! <laughs> God, my party seems tame! <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. First time players are always the wildest. They, uh, they don't have uh, any real moral compass, so they just go what they want. Yeah, yeah there's like first time players in my experience are one of two things. They're either very reserved or they're very outlandish. And I love both of them for different reasons. Like the reserved players are finding themselves, trying to find the game, and then the outlandish players are like, I just want to see what'll happen if I want to do this. And you go, you can do that. And they're like, what? And then you can just see the gears just go into hyperdrive as they start thinking of new new and crazy shit. And you're like, you realize there's repercussions, right? And they're like, ah, screw the rules. We've got gold. <laughs> so funny, because it's, it's not just, enough. It's, it's you don't have enough. It's you know, talking to new people, it's like, hey, you want to try playing D&D? &D? They're like, and you explain it to them. And one of the points I always use is, there is no rules. I can't stop you from doing anything. However, repercussions and dice rolls will determine what happens after you do it or when you're doing it, you know? Yeah. And sometimes that drags people in. And uh, I remember I ran a small one for my friends, each of which I'd never played before, cause, just because they wanted to see how they'd like it. And uh, they had captured three cultists who were local townspeople that they recognized. And because they were just local townspeople, one person in the group just said, give them a scolding and walk away. Another one said, I don't think they should be alive because they're cultists. We should kill them. And the other guy was like, eh, I don't know if we should kill them, but they shouldn't interfere. So what they did was they just took their fucking clothes, all of their clothes, and just slapped their ass and said, get Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, one of the players in that same game, uh, she's an experienced player. Well, 
I don't know if she had played before as a player, but she DM'd for her friends, so she knew what she was doing. She's playing a Goliath fighter that absolutely hates magic. She has the two most powerful magic items in the game right now. Because I give out magic items like candy. Oh, no. Because it's fun. Not just for them, especially like I have a bunch of new players, so it's fun for them to experiment with stuff. But it's fun for me as the DM with monsters and things like that. But this Goliath fighter has a wand of wonder. And it's a hag hairpin, but she doesn't even fully know what it does right now because they haven't they have to take it to somebody to figure it out and they haven't done that yet but she's using it in her hair and what it does is currently is once a day you can reanimate a dead corpse oh no but oh, both no. both of these items are sentient oh so even the, better yeah the wand of wonder is a little boy named stevie because i mean you wonder what it does so stevie wonder <laughs> and he gets mad whenever she, whenever she goes into combat and doesn't use the wand of wonder she has a nightmare from stevie who gets all mad that he didn't get to play and then she takes psychic damage Jesus. and then the, the hack hairpin changed her alignment from uh she was neutral good to chaotic good i like that <laughs> I actually really like that. One of the things that I personally avoid doing to the best of my ability is forcing players to switch alignment. Um, but, like, I do like the idea of making an experienced player have to shift the way they think of their character instantaneously. Because a good, like, or not, not necessarily a good player but an experienced player um, can do that really well or really poorly. Um, and I, I like that test a lot. Like, if you were to tell me that Cax had to switch his alignment to, um, like, lawful good, I could try. It would be difficult, but I could try. Especially all the way up from neutral evil. Like, that's yeah, gonna be, be a wild fucking change. Actually, no, it's not chaotic good, it's chaotic neutral. That's what I changed. But yeah, so like, after the game, I got home and I like, I sent her a text and I was like, what's your alignment? She, she told me, I was like, yeah, by the way, now your alignment is chaotic neutral. Oh, <laughs> because no. of that hairpin. She's <laughs> like, oh, oh that's no. gonna be fun. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, no. All right. Well, we're hitting about that time, gents. I think it's about time to uh to call this episode. There. So uh Yeah. Thanks guys for coming out and uh fucking recording another one. We'll be back soon with even more D&D shenanigans in a game. You do need to find out about those nanners on the ground. <laughs>
the banana we need, mushrooms. We do need to learn about the the ground nanners. That's for damn sure. Are those nanners? <laughs> Surprised Nexus didn't start eating them, or at least trying to peel them. <laughs> Fuck sure. is this banana? <laughs> he did learn to peel bananas. So that's a that's a plus. Joe right, Gatto, guys. Mike Myers, have a very good night. <laughs> we expect to see you in a movie sometime soon. All right. All right. Peace out, everybody. Peace. See you.